I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. (laughs) Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry Sorry about about last last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. (laughs) I never stop. (laughs) Yo, what up, fuckers? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online... I sound pissed. I'm really not. The (laughs) online therapy company that lets you uh, message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Can't imagine fitting another appointment in your life? Me either. I mean, slow down, number one. But two, there's Talkspace. Therapy is as easy as sending a message to your therapist. No commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgment. You could Skype while you're taking a poop, but don't tell her. That's rude. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash GWF. Use code GWF. UF and you get 45 bucks off your first month and you show your support for this podcast. Again, that is GWF at Talkspace.com slash GWF. And after you get your therapy, your mind's going to be in shape. So you want your body to get in shape too. Hell yeah. And that's where Daily Harvest comes in. Uh. We've all seen a mouthwatering healthy smoothie on Instagram and thought, that's the kind of thing I should be eating. But who has the time to make that every day? I actually, it's sad because I'm so basic that I absolutely do have that thought. Um, <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be great if you could get those picture perfect nutrients without having to hit the farmer's market and chop up a million fruits and veggies? Now you can get all your superfoods super fast with oh. Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest sends superfoods eats straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, activated breakfast bowls, or Ooh. nice cream vegan sundays i see what they did uh that sounds obnoxious but they're very very tasty and it does hit the spot uh when you're like well, i want ice cream but i don't want to be a fat bitch um don't be a fat bitch uh <laughs> but you know like in that like ugh, god i'm gonna get emails from that whatever well, it doesn't matter this is me this is me personally talking and i personally do not want to be a fat bitch but nothing yeah against so fat that's bitches. what corinne wants and that's okay so you can't tell me otherwise uh cups are stored in the freezer so they're ready whenever you are their produce is organic and unrefined and looks as amazing as it tastes you can actually see all of the whole ingredients when you open the cup it's true again confirmed <laughs> um daily harvest freezes all their ingredients at peak freshness sealing in their nutritional value i don't know if you guys know this but like if you just chop up vegetables and let them sit in the uh, refrigerator, they do lose nutrients day by day. So that's a fun fact. Uh, Preparing each cup is insanely easy. Just add water or if you're feeling fancy, you can substitute other liquids like coconut or almond milk. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code GWF to get three items free in your first box. That's promo code GWF for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com again daily-harvest.com and i had corinne give me bring over some daily harvest smoothies for me because i'm sad and i don't want to eat so i I will say the shit's good yeah i was you know highly allergic to some parts of that so that's why i had leftovers exactly i'm like i'll take them cherries and almonds these nutrients coming to you (laughs) hey hey you got social media 
If you don't, you're a loser. Or are you smart? I can't tell. Probably the latter. Hey, but we have social media and you should follow us because we post about shows we're doing all the time on social media. And a lot of times people, they're like, hey, Miss, come to, come to um, Portland. I'm like, bitch, I was just there. Yeah. So if you follow us on social media, we're real obnoxious about posting pictures of our tour dates, our boobs, our butt. You know, whatever you want. But Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Uh, our duo, Sorry About Last Night. It's uh, Sorry About Last Night on Facebook and Instagram. S-R-Y About Less N-Y-T on Twitter. I'm Christina Hutch on everything. And I'm Philanthropy Gal on everything. Get with it. Thank you. And come see us live. Uh, tonight, we are in St. Louis at the Helam Comedy Club. Um, we're also going to be there tomorrow night. We have two shows tonight. We have two shows tomorrow night. Make sure to get tickets for the Bridget Bishop tour. You're going to see at least me in rare form, so I highly encourage it. Uh, Glamour Puss is a monthly show hosted by myself and Wendy Starling in New York City at Zinc Bar. The next one is Saturday, April 28th, 7.30 p.m., Get tickets, bring a friend, live your life. If you're in Columbus, Ohio, May 3rd. Oh, wait, I forgot to put I, Nacho Bitches is also. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Friday uh, and the day, the day before Glamour oh. Puss, press rewind and then go Error. live your life on Friday, uh, April 27th, 1130 p.m. It's Nacho Bitches at New York Comedy Club. This week's uh, guest co-host is Justin Perez. Uh, he is single. You know, I wouldn't advise dating him, but, you know, if you just want to have <laughs> sex with him, that he seems cute, fine. Though. We're also going to have a lot of fun guests, including um, John Campanelli and Jeffrey Gurian, who you've heard on the Guys We Fucked podcast. And also Columbus, Ohio, May 3rd. We're at the Funny Bone. Indianapolis, we had to reschedule those dates. So we we haven't rescheduled them yet, but we will. We are not coming to Indianapolis uh, after the Columbus gig. uh, It was out of our hands. It was out of our hands. We didn't choose it, but we will be rescheduling. So fear not. Uh, Rhode Island, Utah, Minnesota, Washington, California, and Texas. All, so many places we are going to be at. We're bringing the Bridget Bishop tour to you. Go to sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours for all the dates and ticket information. If you don't see ticket information on our website, that means it's coming soon. Yeah, we're just like, we're just getting you prepped and excited, but uh, we're only two people. So we got to, you know, we, we have to trap. We spend full weekends in these places. So sometimes we say like, we're coming to Philly, but like, for instance, we're not going to Philly till August. This, yeah. This tour lasts all year. Guys. Yes. So we're going to be touring until we die. We're, so don't worry about it. We're coming, but hopefully we'll, we'll we won't die out. touring. You know, those are the little things. Just don't fly Southwest <laughs> to get sucked out of the thing. I'm so scared. Okay. I mean, every, no one should be flying Southwest. I'm never sitting in a window seat again. Uh, it's so funny. I also booked myself an aisle seat. Oh, for... see, I booked the window to fucking St. No, Louis. No, no, no. I changed it today at <gasps> St. Louis. I, I checked in and I immediately go, mm, sitting you in the aisle. life-loving motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, someone's sitting in the aisle and her name's Corinne Fisher. Um, I'm wearing my seatbelt the second I get back from the bathroom. Also, also, though, kudos to them for landing the fucking plane and not, you know, killing everybody. And it was a woman pilot, which someone <gasps> pointed out to us. Oh my God, really? They're like, we know you're always joking about women pilot. I'm like, guys, everything is a joke. The uh, life is a joke. Nothing we it's say on a here joke. Is fucking your serious. mom's a joke. Please. Your job's a joke. Your life's a joke. So is mine. So is hers. It's okay. But what's not a joke is the two less lonely girls. So podcast. true. It's an adult, unironic <laughs> podcast about Justin. It's Peter. truly not a joke. It could not. It's the least jokiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> which really is some insight into my life. Um, so episode one we covered Patty Millette and Justin's romantic getaway. Episode two oh we covered Who Love Yourself. The song is about. I went on a deep dive on that is one. That about 
him maybe um nope three <laughs> three uh both rosebud and i made each other cry as we talked about justin bieber's instagram wait were you crying because we- of his instagram uh, we we went deep into talk discussing celebrity. Oh, oh and it makes okay. me really sad sometimes. Yeah. So yes, two less lonely girls is on Spotify and iTunes. Thanks for all the feedback. It's very fun, and I appreciate it. Also, if you, even if you don't listen to guys we fucked on iTunes, can you just do like a real like take a pause? I know you're at your fucking desk. Like you can take a second. Like you're listening to a podcast while it works. So like, yeah. Um, can you rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe even if you don't fucking listen on iTunes because um. Um, my ego can't take being lower in the charts. I'm just going to be honest with you. Well, it's been dipping a little bit and there's some, what I would call copycat podcasts. Oh, really? That have been infiltrating. And, you know, we really, we encourage women to speak out and speak up. Just not Not about the same idea. The things that we have already. (laughs) If you're going to do a podcast, you're going to do people you fuck. I mean, come on. That's, I mean, that's been done. But the amount of well, times people have said to my face, I started a podcast I mean, and I said, what do you do on it? And they say, I interviewed the guys we've uh, that I've slept with. That, that, to angers, my face. That, not- <laughs> so if you're listening right now and you thought about ever telling us about the podcast or you interview a guy you <laughs> fucked or girls, you fucked, that is going to piss me off. I'm in a weird mood, you guys. So you have to forgive me. But like, don't fucking do that. Life, you know how many ideas there are all in the world that haven't gotten taken advantage of? Grab one of those. Yeah. Niche market, motherfucker. Find one. You can do it. You're talented. There's only one you in this fucking world. Do something else. You know what I mean? Hey, Stitch Fix is our new sponsor. Well, we've been advertising with them for a second, but like uh, I fucking love Stitch Fix. Love it or hate it. There's no denying that you could be shopping better. That's so goddamn true. I want to pass out every time I shop. I hate it. You either spend all day at the mall, ends up with yet another striped t-shirt, or scroll endlessly online to leave everything you want in your cart. I'm literally wearing a striped t-shirt right now. And I have a lot of things in my West Elm cart. Anyway, that's furniture. Now you can shop the productive way and end up with the stuff you actually love with Stitch Fix. Whether you're looking to express your st- personal style, dress for the job you want, <laughs> that's funny, or just try something new, Stitch Fix can style you on your time. You don't have to ha- even leave the house. I love how all the things we advertise are like, don't get off your ass. That's not worth it. But well, I mean, seriously, this is a great service. To volunteer or something, but not to... Don't talk to other people. Oh, yeah, I know. Who would do that? Just fill out your style profile online and Stitch Fix will send clothes, shoes, accessories picked just for you. And if you don't want shoes, be like, I'm good on the shoes. Your size, your lifestyle, your budget, and of course, what you like. Each Stitch Fix box, goddamn, contains five items you could try on at home. You see what works for you and your wardrobe. You only pay for the items you keep. You send everything back in a pre-posted envelope thing it's really easy Corinne and I've been doing this for two weeks and I fucking love this service two months yeah uh, two months yes stitch fix covers shipping both ways for returns and exchanges there's no subscription required you can get your fix monthly quarterly or whatever you fucking feel like it you get started at stitchfix.com slash dwf and you will get 25% off when you keep all five items in your box I'm not talking about your pussy I'm talking about your stitch fix box you perv that's stitchfix.com slash gwf to try stitch fix today stitch stitch fix 
dot com slash GWF. Okay, now that I'm done reading the copy, seriously, this fucking service is amazing. And I'm using it because I want to explore brands that I don't I don't know what brands are. I don't know what the fuck. And you could put what kind of price range you're interested in. If you're saying, you know what, this week I'm gonna treat myself and get, send me some fancier shit because I don't know anything about fancy clothes. I fucking love the service and uh, they do a really good job. I literally said, I wrote in my notes to my stylist this past uh, box, I have a really nice butt and I need uh, pants that accentuate this. And but by golly, <laughs> these two pairs of denim did my, every little crevice I mean, of my butt show in these. It pants. looks they it, my butt looks good in almost any pants, but like True. really like like the kind where it's like the nice seam in between and it lifts it. <gasps> oh, your like, butt goes a little up a little bit. I and was a little like, space. this is phenomenal. This is about to fall off, but this is this Ugh. is phenomenal. Yeah, this is really fun. I've on, honestly been thinking about hiring a personal stylist for a really long time. This, whoever the fuck I'm talking to at the end of the computer is doing a great fucking job. Well, you can leave a lot of notes and I like that. Um, and so when you have that box to put on your clothes, you also get another box and then you're oh, like... consumerism, right? Yeah. And I mean, the environment's not happy, but make a tent for your dog out of it and then you reused it. <laughs> or your three-year-old will like it more than a tricycle. So welcome, Fab Fit Fun, guys. Fab Fit Fun. You've heard us talk about it. You've heard us mock it, but hell, are we burning those candles and using those eye masks that we got? Yeah. You, you, you bet your bottom dollar where we are. Um, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box that delivers full size. That's all caps. That's why I said it like that. Fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products to busy women or very gay men. I added that uh, for a life well lived. Or straight men who want to treat themselves. I gotta say, if if you're really loving everything in the FabFit box, you might want to just explore homosexuality. (laughs) I don't know. Just suck a dick. I don't. It's not going to kill you. Nothing's wrong with that. Just Nothing's wrong with sure that. It's fun. Uh, delivered four times a year at just forty nine ninety nine a box. FabFitFun is a fantastic value because there are no samples of anything. Yeah, fuck even you. if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And get a full size. <laughs> give it to a friend. Oh, it makes you. I like the FabFitFun box because it makes you seem really generous. Oh, I've given my best friend <laughs> so many. I just walk into Paula's house with stuff. I'm like, oh, look, I'm just so generous. I'm Jewish Santa, bitch. Uh, in fact, many products uh, in individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. That's true. Yeah, That's accurate. Uh, don't worry if you miss the seasonal box because there's a great spring editor's box with favorites from spring and other past seasons. Yeah, calm down. The spring editor's <laughs> box has a lot more customization options from a clutch to eyeshadow, tote to lip gloss. Um, and there's, they're like, they're like, mention things that you like. Uh, okay, the Kate Somerville exfoliate, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. Exfoliate. I got I that two that. times. It's great. I oh my road. God, that shit is amazing. Well, a lot of people aren't exfoliating uh, the amount of times per week, which is two to three minimum. But that shit gets that you my should. skin good. Yeah, because if you're wearing makeup, you have to be exfoliating. I know. You cannot not exfoliate. If you're just doing a makeup wipe, you're a dumb bitch. Um, if you haven't signed up yet. You are a dumb bitch, <laughs> but you know what? You, you know better, you do better. It's not too late. Try FabFitFun today. Go to FabFitFun.com to subscribe and start getting the box for a life well lived. <laughs> Use promo code GWF to get 10 10 dollars off your first box. That's products valued at two hundred dollars for only thirty nine ninety nine. I highly recommend at least getting one because I yeah, mean, goddamn, this is a goddamn steal. And it's seriously like it's so fun to get a it really is. box in the mail and you go, oh my god. And then you have gifts even. And so it's like even if like you don't have just forty dollars lying around, I know that's not you know not, not nothing. Um, but you get the ten dollars off, and then you have like gifts for friends for like. Even if you don't like the shit, three you give upcoming else birthdays at least. I mean, it's amazing. Again, go to fabfitfun.com. Use our code GWF. Get ten dollars off your first FabFitFun box. 
I got ex- I got amped up just reading that. <laughs> I was so excited. I can't wait to my next box. I love these. Every boxes. time it come, I'm like, is that my bop bop? Box. I love the Sorry boxes. to the people work there that I say it like that, but it's very I enjoyable. I can't for me. stop with the boxes. Me either. Oh, I love boxes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. consumerism. Oh, I don't mind. Did I know exactly I what they're doing either. and it worked? I, I guess they just sat down a bunch of bitches in a room and they were like, hey, what do you bitches like? What do you like? And they're like, boxes. But I want it in a box. In a box. But not my puzzle. Okay. Can you make me prettier, but send it to me in a box? <laughs> Will this cream make me pretty? Oh, you know, it's like you're in the library in Beauty and the Beast and you're just looking at a bunch of creams. You're like, Will this one make me beautiful? <laughs> no, real beauty's on the inside. Oh, no, it's not. You might suck. It and doesn't, then, yeah. It also, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be hot. I always forget that. Yeah, guys, I don't know if you guys know Our this, culture. but just every day you can wake up and be like, You know what? I don't want to be hot. You can, you can, even if you are hot, you can choose not, not to be, to be hot. hot. So true. Sometimes I take a day off from being cute and I don't put on any makeup and I like dress worse. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, getting ignored. This is shit. Do whatever you want. Living like a man. Okay. If you want to email us about your problems, uh, sorry about last night show, but at gmail.com, we will uh, try and figure them out. But also, you know, take a read back and maybe you can solve that before we can get around to it. Guarantee if you write us an email, read it back. If we haven't replied or read it and chances are, the answer was in you all along. Okay. My boyfriend went out to dinner with his ex is the subject line of this email. Hi, Karina Christina. I've been listening to your podcast for a while and I've been inspired in so many ways. I've showed uh, you to my sister and I'm proud to say she always comes to me to talk about certain topics that you guys go over during the show, like abortion laws in Ireland. She was livid. Uh, I'm here with for a different reason. My boyfriend has a rather interesting relationship with his ex. Her family took him in when he was around 18 because he was angsty and didn't get along with his dad and they've been in his life for four years. They're basically his, fam- his real family. When he moved out of their house, his ex blew up his phone from five different phone numbers, threatened to kill herself, uh uh-oh, showed up at his dad's house, slashed my tires, all right, bitch, now you're crossing the line, told him uh, many foul things, and he had to change his number, yet here he is today going out to dinner with her to mend things, because in his eyes, it'll make the family functions less awkward. I don't see why he can't move on. She's an evil person in my eyes. Well, yeah, no shit in your eyes. She has claimed to move on from him, but still threw a massive fit when he moved out. Am I in the wrong for being upset that he's trying to fix a family bond or or should he move on? How do I tell him I'm uncomfortable? Thanks, girls. Love you. Oh, see, so your boyfriend's ex slashed your tires. Uh, you got it. Okay, so it doesn't seem like you've had any conversations with him about this. And you haven't really, you have a little bit of background on why he's so close with her. He's got to move on. So what I would say if I were you to say, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Let, can we talk about this real quick? Because I don't, this woman has ruined my, your fucking slash your tires. That's, that's psycho. That that's not, I mean, we've all done shit in the heat of anger, especially if you're getting broken up with and you don't want to be broken up. And especially if you're a girl and you're not getting what you want. I feel like women tend to act out a little bit more when they get dumped uh, and they don't want to be um, just from my experience. Uh, and so I, I get that, but uh, it's been a while and she needs to not, I mean, okay, cool. They took you in. But like when he was 18, that's cool. But you got to move on. You could still keep in touch with the family, I guess. But to be honest, I don't, I've never kept in touch with an ex's family. 
Well, I'm not that I didn't want to, but I just like, well, I understand my brother keeps his in touch with his ex's family, but it's also like the type of person I am. I just like wouldn't get close enough to your family to for that to even be on the table to begin with. So but, maybe this girl's boyfriend is the type of person. Right. Like, and and there took, is a reason they for took it. him in when he had nowhere else to go. And that means a lot. And you can't discount that. You can't, right. you know, he might, your boyfriend might still need to go to her parents for advice on stuff. Yeah. If, if his dad's not in the picture or not a great role model, he needs somebody to this turn to. This is a to. very unique unique uh, situation it is and so like by what whereas there's no excuse for her slashing your tire tires and that is absolutely erratic behavior um and you definitely should say like this makes me feel uncomfortable and here's why mostly because she's treated you really uh poorly and that's not okay and at a certain point he has to have a respect uh for you but he still does have this connection and so maybe it was not you know the quote-unquote right uh, thing to do, but he's trying to make things better. It's not like he's going out to try to like rekindle romance. It's completely. Yeah, I don't like, think that at all. The subject line is a little bit confusing because normally when someone goes out with an ex, like there is a little like, something. Why are you doing that? Yeah, but this is why you got to go out with her. This why does not go seem like that at all. So yeah. just just tell him what you told us and um, but that and but approach it with a sense. Be of, open. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. A sense of openness and and the fact that also too she's slashing your tire. She whatever the fuck she did. It's, I know it's hard to realize this right now. It is not personal against you. She's acting out for a reason because she's in pain. Not an excuse at all, but maybe thinking of it that way might help you be less angry. It's not you. It would have been whoever the new girl was. Yeah, whoever the fuck it was, it, she would have slashed the tires because she is hurting and she does not have coping skills, uh, at least at this point in her life. So hopefully she will learn them and perhaps your boyfriend can help her maybe he knows her better than anybody else knows her even if it's not sexual like it's it's okay like that can still be um i don't know it just it it just shouldn't be taking a lot of time uh or energy away from your relationship and you guys certainly shouldn't be fighting over it so better to bring it up now before it really really blows up hell yeah um all right and this uh (laughs) this one says swallowing gives me diarrhea And I really love this email. Hey, guys, please don't mention my name. Don't worry. I wouldn't even if you told me I could. Uh, No intro. Here we go. So long story short, I'm not on birth control. So dudes can't bust in me. I mean, (laughs) that's what I said when I went on birth control. I'm like, yo, you can't bust in me right now. I mean, you birth control. You can use a condom. That's literally the point of a condom. Anyway, I'm moving on. Um, But since I'm a giver, I'm always accepting of someone busting in my mouth. Busting. What a word. However, I've come across an issue issue where the morning after I swallow, I wake up with horrible diarrhea and stomach pains. I was wondering if you or anyone you know have ever experienced something like this. It's not so much of a a problem because I haven't been staying over at anyone's place afterwards. Right now, it's just a nuisance in my life. And I'd like to find out whether or not I'm alone in this problem. Hope to hear back from you. Okay. All right. So I'm going to solve your problem or at least give you some information on it. But number one, there's a lot of things in this email that bothered me. Yeah. The giving, uh, giving. So it's like, you're like, this isn't a problem because the only problem would be if you had a diarrhea in the guy's house. No, the problem is that you are allowing yourself to do something that is physically repulsive to you and causing you pain. Don't do it anymore. Don't do it, don't do it anymore. You don't have to What are you the doing? Jizz. There's a difference between being a giver and then just being someone who's getting fucking walked all over and getting come in your throat by people who aren't even your boyfriend. Girl, this story is, of my life. This is out of control. You out of control. No one jizzes in your throat unless you're okay with it. Jesus Christ. And God I mean, damn. And I mean, I don't, I don't even know. Maybe you're not even, it's not even grossing you out, but on some like 
visceral level, your body is saying, stop doing this. And we we have to listen to our bodies. So you know what? Oftentimes when your head can't make a decision, your body will. Um, and other gems. Uh, so I went to go ask Alice, which is a Columbia.edu uh, site that I go to. They have, they have a lot of interesting question, uh, answers to kind of off the grid problems, I will say. And so two people wrote in about getting diarrhea when they get ejaculate. In Whoa. Um, You're never the only one, guys. Goes to show you. Yeah, no. And so there's a lot of mental reasons. Basically, for you, for if you don't know, male ejaculate consists of fructose sugar, Oh man, water I'm and a good, be a diabetic and a variety of other proteins. None are considered to have laxative properties. In fact, semen is non-toxic and safe to ingest Darn even it. in quantities larger <laughs> than the one to two teaspoons that the average man ejaculates. Okay. So that's just, just so you have the facts about that's calm. very good to know. Um, so a lot of the times the reason people are getting diarrhea when they get ejaculate in their mouth is because they feel nervous about the sexual experience or they feel nervous. <laughs> about swallowing in general. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, the second reason is because basically poop gets mixed into the cum. So if you're doing no. other things, if you're doing other things like um, like anal play or something, the same as if like if with a woman, like as you're dripping, sometimes your fluid get like attaches other your fluids. Butt. Like if you have your period, you know, sometimes that'll mix Ugh. if you have your butt. So this is all mixed. And so if you're getting any it's kind like of- like a daily harvest for women's juices. <laughs> so Ew, if you're getting, sorry, if you're getting any um, poop in your mouth, that's bacterial and you're going to immediately get sick from that. that. I mean, that can be, getting poop in your mouth is really fucking dangerous actually. Don't get poop in your mouth. Uh, another thing is like, if, if you just dislike the taste, like if you don't mind doing it, uh, in your mind, that's fine. But if you your mouth is saying, no, I don't like the way this tastes, that's another reason why you could be getting sick from it. Um, and then also they say, have you consumed something else before swallowing? But if you, all those, you're like, no, that's not the problem. You can actually be allergic to semen. <gasps> It's not just a fun Every excuse. Every girl's dream. Yeah, it's not just a fun excuse to say. Um, it's you H- get a doctor's note. It's called HSP allergy, human seminal plasma allergy. It's an allergic reaction to the proteins in semen. Um, HSP allergy has largely only been studied in women who are allergic to their partner's semen, because I mean, that would be problematic. And it's most common from ages 20 to 30. Whoa. Although some will have a localized reaction, such as itchiness where the semen touches, more often uh, they experience a whole body reaction, which can include respiratory illness, hives, gastrointestinal symptoms like diarrhea. Okay. Oh my God. And you gotta, then, I need an EpiPen for jizz. <laughs> and then the one last thing that it could be is post orgasmic illness syndrome. It's <gasps> POIS. It's thought to be the experience. You're sorry. You're on crack. It's thought to be the experience of flu like symptoms that develop after a man ejaculates. I think I have this. What if it's just you can't take the world? I gotta go. I got cum cough, guys. Can't come in a work today. Um, what an excuse. The idea is that the tissue of the man's urinary tract reacts to his own semen, causing the immune system to respond. However, this sort of reaction would occur nearly every time a man ejaculates, not just after consuming your own semen. Okay, great. So that's, oh, man. there's a lot of thing, tips there, but just overall, the main problem is not that you have diarrhea. The, the problem is that you get diarrhea from cum in your mouth and then you keep 
fucking letting people come in your mouth. Don't, don't get come in your mouth. Stop doing that, Take girl. the come out of your mouth. Love yourself. Don't do it. Close your mouth. Oh, man. I get so amped. I just, these are the kind of emails that I lose sleep over. Man, we did a bonus episode, stitcherpremium.com slash GWF. Uh, we have a lot of really fucking good ones uh, where we read this one email and I, I even forget what the problem was, but it was a very, like, I got so mad at this girl who wrote us because I'm like, you're doing something you don't want to do. Stop. Mm doing it yeah i don't know why that's so hard and i don't know i do it too i'm the same way i don't know why it's so hard for me i don't get it what the fuck yeah if something doesn't make you feel good i mean besides like you know there's there are times in life when life when it is nice to do a favor for someone so totally so i don't want to say like if anything that you don't like doing just don't fucking do it like that's not (laughs) at all what i'm saying you sound like yeah but like (laughs) you know but you know the difference between a favor and then getting walked all over you do yes and you know what maybe sometimes if you don't if you're like am i doing what am i doing Ask yourself, do I enjoy this? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Why mm-hmm. do I enjoy it? Is it because it makes the other person happy? What are the what are, what are the repercussions for me? Mm-hmm. You know, do some little self-evaluating. Speaking of feeling good, our guest today is, <laughs> I learned so much. Oh, this was such an informative episode. Oh my God, we wanted to have her on forever. Our guest today is a stand-up comedian. She's a former porn star, a former stripper, a current badass motherfucker. I added that part. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Aaliyah Janine. <laughs> So uh, you are you're in two of our most favorite industries. Oh yeah, Com- comedy and sex work. But I mean, do you do you consider yourself still a member of the sex work industry because you're retired, or will you always feel like a lifelong allegiance to it? Well, I kind of never like I stopped performing in movies, uh-huh. but I still have a regular client. Oh okay. Oh client. Oh like for what? Do you do custom videos or something? No, for oh. life. Like I'm like escort, escort basically. Right. Oh, or cool. maybe like sex surrogate. I don't know. It's been like Ooh. seven years almost. So. What's the definition of a sex surrogate? A sex surrogate is someone that um, they're actually like some insurance companies and stuff like that actually hire these women to help people um, 
basically with sexual dysfunctions and stuff like that, there's a lot of um, like vets and stuff like that that have PTSD or, you know, they lose limbs and stuff like that and they just lose lose all self-esteem. Oh my God. So these people go and like basically reteach them how to have sex a lot of so times. So that's legal. Yeah, a lot of mm. times in certain states and, and cities and stuff like that, it's absolutely legal. Insurances sometimes cover it, like certain ones obviously Whoa. now. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Right. Because I've always thought of myself because I've been technically a sex worker now for 17 years. Like I started out as a stripper and stuff like that, that I've always considered myself basically a naked therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really you are have. a naked therapist. Basically, yeah. because a lot of the times I was like, I was never very, like I was great at dancing, loved dancing, hated dealing with just like the typical like bachelor parties and stuff like Douchebags. that. Douchebags. That's like, a comedian would, in you. Yeah, I would get into a lot of fights. Like, Can you give so, us an example of something shitty a guy oh, said well, to you? Like, I've, I've definitely broken um, some noses before. <gasps> I've definitely, because one dude bit my boob one time when I was like going to grab because obviously I got the titties yeah, to do it out of titties. it and grab the dollar out of his mouth and he bit my boob. <gasps> so I took his head and I pounded it into my chest plate. <laughs> Until I broke what his a, nose. Wait, he bit your tit and yeah. you broke his nose. Yeah. What a bad bitch. Yeah, I was not happy. Uh, did anybody say, Aaliyah, don't oh. do that? <laughs> yeah. Because I got that really? a lot. Yeah, no, but they're they like, shouldn't have bit you. Well, no, that was the thing. Like the owner, he was just like, fuck, he's like, you can't do that. I'm like, what is he going to do? Is he going to fucking sue me? Like, let him sue yeah. me. I'm like, technically, that's not he uh, like that's assault. That's sexual harassment. That's yeah. sexual assault. Like, there's so many things because he even said, I'm like, do it. I fucking dare you. Because at the time I was going to school to be a cop. So I was like super big on like laws and shit. Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. You have such an interesting life. You are the most interesting person. And with the sex surrogacy, I'm curious. uh, So you've had clients that your job, the service you're providing specifically is sex, like teaching them how to basically well, well, sex like, um, not, not so much that it's more like emotional kind of stuff. Um, like some, some of the dudes were like married and just had super shitty relationships with their wives. And so yeah. a lot of times they just need someone to like, listen to them yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm a great listener and, and being I, understanding. Yeah. That's why I'm, I've always been supportive of, we've always been supportive of sex work, but like specifically prostitution or whatever, yeah. whatever the word that is the best to yeah. call it is is like that can be so healthy for people. Yeah, they just need somebody to not judge them for it so much. Oh, well, I mean, that's what we're good at is judging. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the comedy side of you. Yeah. That's gotta be tricky to be a comedian and then not be able to like yeah, roast th- somebody. There's some things that are hard. Like I do have like a lot of like rape jokes and like, yeah. like you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And people like I get like sometimes questions asked be like oh like why do you talk about it? i'm like because it was funny like you laughed right and they're like yeah i'm like okay then that's all that really needs to be explained yeah about it i hate having to explain jokes i know, I know. <laughs> so it's just like whenever you're thinking about it, it's like you know there are i think a lot of rape jokes exist because people are so constantly thinking about rape yeah it's confusing it's scary i mean for a it's long common. time it was my biggest yeah. fear yeah yeah oh yeah like, every woman has like i open up sometimes especially if there's like a lot of men in the audience i'm just like hey guys there's a lot going on in the world right now did any of you wake up this morning and be like oh i'm probably a rapist mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah i sometimes i ask crowds i'm like are any guys here nervous like how nervous are you, are you nervous you should yeah. be nervous if you didn't do anything yeah and then i talk about like weinstein and, and like all of those dudes like 
I have like two explanations for that one that men um, are cheap as fuck that they should just pay women instead right. of raping them. Absolutely. That's a good one. And then, then people like Louis C.K. and like Aziz like still don't know how to make a woman come. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that because a lot of that does have to do with that. And that I feel like when a guy has an issue with that and he's and, he, and he's not the kind of person that would deal with it outwardly, like talk about it or yeah. talk to their partner or talk to a sex worker about it. They're just going to harbor and it's going to surface in the ugliest yeah. way. Yeah. It's not pretty <laughs> so what, what what okay i want to start at the beginning because okay. you have such a crazy interesting yeah. career <laughs> so you were studying to be a cop yeah and then also stripping yeah and well, what I had made to pay you for cop school somehow <laughs> okay so stripping paid for cop school yeah did the people you were in cop school with know that you were stripping on the side uh two people did because i danced outside of and like when i first started going to school i was in like a super serious relationship and, oh. and stuff like that and i'm like oh fuck i need money now so let me go back to what i know that that I could pay for the lifestyle that i became acquainted to mm. and um so like the the other dude, like I was dating a guy and then our other friend, like they knew. And I went and danced like an hour at this. It was, it was called Texas Jays. <laughs> it was just a little shithole. But I made like a bunch of money, like two, three hundred dollars a night every time I worked. And Damn. at that time, I'm like, OK, cool. For an hour? No, no, no. no. Oh. For, for a night, like for that area, I'm like, that was good That's enough. Pretty, money. Good. Yeah. Two, three hundred bucks a night is great. For that and then like there'd be and then I went to a couple different strip clubs and then um, I stopped going to school like I was certified for law enforcement like I went through all the training I was pepper sprayed I like did firearms whoa well, I pepper sprayed in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have to do like a simunition like training thing where like this dude, like we're trying to apprehend this dude and then he pepper sprays us and then we still have to apprehend this dude and like call for backup and shit. And they videotape it. Like we watch it all the time. <laughs> How do you home. prepare yourself to be pepper, like mentally you, or you're what just you- like, it's going to hurt. <laughs> oh my God. Like, how bad got, does it hurt? It, yeah, it how hurts bad does it pretty hurt? fucking bad. Like I did, I did great out of like our whole class, except for the fact, cause like we have um, like a rubber, um, um, walkie-talkie and like rubber gun. I confused the walkie-talkie <laughs> and the gun oh, because, because they're almost shaped the same. Like calling my... back up and you're shooting a bird. Yeah, out of the sky. and it was like because they were shaped <laughs> the same, and it was like they made us put it in the same pocket and stuff like that. Because that the... doesn't seem like a good plan. Well, well, the like a lot of the training that cops do is like we're supposed to fuck up because we're supposed to learn from our mistakes. Okay. Basically, yeah. Like I learned the hard way that when you shoot your instructor in the head with a paintball. <gasps> Um, oh yeah you were fucked for the rest of the year <laughs> yeah because then oh well, he, he was wasn't wearing he wasn't wearing his helmet so that was also oh, his fault so it's his Jesus. fucking fault yeah, yeah. no absolutely <laughs> <laughs> well yeah messing up is the best way to learn yeah it's and so painful, and, yeah and then we keep doing it and doing it until we do it right so it's like um, muscle memory is a lot of the stuff that, that oh. they train cops to do so we do like it's just repeating like cleaning your gun anytime like um backfires different ways that guns backfire and, and like mm-hmm. malfunction and stuff like that we like purposely make it look like that and then just keep doing it over and over like we would do it for hours wow <laughs> do they i've read about this but i i'm curious if did they give iq tests not that i know okay, i mean they somebody along the line i read about have. that and then they're like, <laughs> they and maybe like, for high people positions. with lower yeah maybe okay. for like i mean gosh I ha- well I'll, you do have to have my uncle like, was a lieutenant i'm gonna ask him if he because yeah. he i mean he's he's very smart yeah. and so i'm guessing that was not a coincidence yeah 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 <laughs> you yeah. know uh, yeah because they have like the test to like become sergeants and lieutenants are insane and like to even be a basic cop like you have to have like at least in wisconsin i think it's 60 college credit so i when i left school oh. i had 63 so i'm like fuck it I have my degree. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it was like an English class or something stupid. I'm like, I could fucking write. Like, done. I, yeah. I graduated. I've been telling people. I still graduated. Fuck it. Uh- <laughs> and this is a little off topic, but as far as like, fe- like fear. So like, you know, with all the, the shootings that people are like, well, you shouldn't have shot. You were shot too many times and it was out of fear. Or shoot them in the fucking leg. Are there, yeah. what, do they teach you how, how to like, yeah, like um, lo- feel fear better? Uh, well, yeah, that's a lot of it. Because yeah. our instructors are fucking scary too when they're coming at us because that's who like the bad guys are in, in a lot of these things. And especially with all, all the shootings and, and all the African-American men getting shot and stuff like that. And basically like just murdered, like the training that I had mm-hmm. was to not do that. Like the level of <laughs> That's force, good. like the level of force, like shooting someone is literally the, the last, last resort, the last, and like you, you have got to, tasers. Yeah. You got pepper. Like, there is so, and like they teach us how to fight. I love to fight. Right. Like, the, and I'm Me like, too. I'll fucking wrestle with somebody like, fuck, you know what I mean? But yeah, they give us all this, these other tools, like batons, like all these other things, fucking a rubber walkie talkie. You could beat a dude. Does a baton it. hurt? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. God. I just had bruises all over my legs. And because I have double jointed elbows, they couldn't get it out of my <sighs> hand because oh. they teach you how to like rip it out of someone's hand if someone grabs it and they mm. couldn't do it with me because I have double jointed elbows. Wow. So they were just flying me around. Oh my God. Yeah. Damn. I don't, mean, I don't miss that. <laughs> so, and then while you were, while you were stripping, how long was that? Oh, um, well, I danced uh, for about a year and a half before I met um, the dude. And then we were together about three years. And that was probably about like a year and a half, two years after uh, we broke up that I went back to dancing. Um, Maybe like 25, 26. Mm -hmm. And then um, from from that age to 30. And that's when I moved to Florida to start um, training to be a feature dancer. Um, where you get like paid to go to clubs where you're not a house girl oh, anymore with like the, the big flyers fancy on the table. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the big fancy outfits and stuff like that. That's what I wanted to do when I first started dancing because I'm like, fuck this house girl shit. Like I'm not paying for people because you have to pay a house fee and shit like that. I'm like, I'm not paying $35. Oh, you have to pay? Oh yeah. To strip? Yeah, because we're independent contractors renting the stage. I was like, it's, it's like oh, a, if you go to work at a salon as a yeah. hairstylist or that kind you're of thing. You're renting thing. out the chair. Yeah, it's the it. same wow. concept. Did you get along with the other strippers? I always have this vision in my head of like oh they're just like in the green room like <laughs> shooting the shit talking about boys yeah a lot of i mean like in bigger clubs like you have your clicks and stuff like that but in the smaller clubs yeah actually one of my girlfriends ashley that i used to work with um she's coming to visit me in new york her first trip to new york in june oh. when i graduate so um yeah still totally friends with like a, a big part like a group of them for sure yes yeah, some of them my best friend stephanie i met uh when i first started dancing and we've been best friends for like almost like 15 years now or something. Oh, wow. Nice. Did you yeah. ever get fingered in a strip club? Like, <laughs> but, but like, you know, because yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it. No, no. Okay. I've definitely picked up. Because um, I always wonder how far can, they, can, can you go? We, can we go? I mean, we could go kind of far depending <laughs> on, on the club. Yeah. I want to say out of out of the, all the years that I danced, maybe like five or six dudes I picked up. Like I'm selected. <laughs> oh, that's good. And what what else? Like what other? Do you have any other horror stories? Like that fucking tit biter? What a dick. Well, that one. Oh, um, when I went to dance in Florida for the first time, because there's like laws are different in each state and stuff oh. like that. So Wisconsin at certain clubs, like you have to like stand on a stool and you have to be like three feet away. Stand on a stool. Yeah, yeah. Um, How Texas James. It's weird. And we also had to wear belly bracelets. I don't want to get into it. Like so oh, many of the laws are weird. God. And then other places a like there was content. Bracelet? Yeah, because we had to have our um we had to have our stomachs covered. So a belly what? chain was oh, a loophole. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Like before we used to have to <laughs> cover so our nipples. Dumb. We used to have to cover our nipples with um like band-aids. And band-aids. That's, like, oh. The first time I ever danced, I was 18. It was Ricky's on state. And we had to wear like nylons. Um, We had to wear underwear, nylons, and then a pair of like booty shorts. Like hooters. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then like cover our nipples. And then that was how um that was how <laughs> that was a stripper. And then the law started changed. And then we just wore a liquid latex because we had to have our nipples covered because women lacked you know all women all the oh, time and they're gonna they're gonna no, was spill a, milk all we're, over we're the just guys gonna squirt milk it's everywhere gonna ruin the boners. yeah so is that the that. real reason for like the the fear of nipples in society what yeah. it yeah lactation i didn't fucking know i mean at least in wisconsin for that law yeah like so it, like cleanliness it's it was mainly um to block and, and that like a visual thing like the law was written very weird because like the latex glue that people use for pasties we yeah. we wouldn't use pasties we would just put the glue on and then put like blush or something like that on mm-hmm. uh. and then like throughout the night you're like rubbing and shit and it's just like this weird rubber shit on you weird <laughs> oh and then like because you kept putting it on and like you would lose color in your nipples oh. wouldn't you chafe like yes! yes oh god it was horrible that sounds really painful. so a lot of times I would just put Put um, hairspray because it was shiny because the shiny part or like just a really shiny oh, eye shadow. The guys will love this. Yeah, taste and that. they probably would. Yeah. God, I hope no one actually did have to breastfeed their child during right that after time because like they'd be poisoning their My own baby shits glitter for life now because of this law. <laughs> oh, oh but any other horror story? Like um, I- yeah. So so when I went to Florida, they have different laws. They're allowed to like full on touch you there like titties of and Do they, ass. they don't have to ask well they're supposed to but in this particular club like I didn't know I was there for a bike week I used to travel around with a lot of bike weeks and stuff like that and um I was giving a guy a lap dance and I was um I was sitting on him like he was sitting down on, on my back to him and he went full on in front and grabbed my boobs so I elbowed him <laughs> like eight times and went up and then that, I broke his nose doing that <laughs> So funny. And then, and then the security guard comes in and rips me off. And he's like, what the fuck? And like shakes me. And I'm ready to hit him. Like, I yeah. don't give a fuck. Don't fuck like, with me, bro. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, he just grabbed me. He's like, they're allowed to fucking touch you. I'm like, they're not allowed to fucking touch me. Not for $20. Yeah, it could have told me that I'm when like, I walked where in. is this in the rules? There's no rules. He's like, oh, you're not from it. Motherfucker, do I sound like I'm from here? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, no. So um, oh, I laugh. Last- Am I fucking my cousin? No. Yeah. I lasted a whole two hours in that club. Like, wow. <laughs> before I got fired. I'm surprised you lasted two hours. I would have lasted five Like minutes. it was, well, I was getting drunk. So that was a <laughs> Helpful. thing. Helpful, I bet. Super fun. Well, I mean, because it was bike week. And like, I know a lot of like dudes that have, like I grew up around bikers. So I just knew a lot of dudes and stuff. I was like, yeah, let's get wasted. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm here to make money. So like, let me go get a lab dance quick and then come back and do and do more shots. Because that's what I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we ended up having to go to a different strip club. Yeah, you know. I just gave up probably, on working. Yeah, I, probably I, plenty in Florida. Yeah, I literally, well, yeah, in that area. I gave up working that week in general. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm like, this is not Not good. worth it. Not worth it. I made wow. money like doing like selling shots and shit like that. There's other How many ways. noses did you break? Two. Okay, just, those yeah, are the two. Yeah, yeah, just those two. Wow. My, my favorite. <laughs> those are two, two more than I've broken. How do you so break a nose? <laughs> I mean, there's so many different ways because of the way that I went up, like I actually could have killed them because like, because there's a certain way like you could palm someone like if you hit it if you hit the nose far and deep enough like you can you could kill them mm-hmm. really yeah oh did you take self-defense class or did you learn this from the police well training? yeah that and my dad was a marine so i learned how to kill people with my bare hands up five. Oh my god wait 
Yeah. That's a really? fun way to grow up. I mean, yeah. he's a lot of useful skills, I gotta so, say. Well, I mean, because he, he had severe PTSD, manic, depressant, bipolar, and uh, mm, he I, had this. Yes, and we grew up on, like, I grew up on war movies, and it's just like, like my, my sex talk was basically, guys are gonna want to fuck you, and you're not gonna want to fuck them, so this is what you do. <laughs> Insightful, Dad. <laughs> this is what you do if anyone tries to fuck with you and you don't want them to. So, like, he taught me how to, like, snap next and, like, oh hotwire cars and break into houses. Wow! Stuff like that. Well, yeah. Where does the breaking into houses come in with the no sex? <laughs> if you gotta, if you gotta get shelter, you got a guy chasing these, you with yeah. his dick out. You gotta go in a house. It would just be like some random time, like getting gas or something like that. He's like, okay, Aaliyah, if you ever need to break a window, you take duct duct tape and you put it on the window, and then you tap it so that way the glass doesn't shatter mm. on the floor. Oh my god! It's the same as when you like nail into a, like a wall. You have to put tape on so it doesn't split. Yeah, same concept. Oh, interesting. Shit. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. So you're kind of. like unassaultable. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely happened, but I definitely you got know. Skills. Yeah, it has I, happened. Yeah, I definitely know how to get out of it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. stuff like a lot of times too. I remember one time when when I lived in North Hollywood and like my little convenience store bodega was like three blocks down from my house. I would walk there all the time. Went there, there was this weird little dude and all of a sudden he started following me around and like, I, I know the guy because I'm there all the time because I smoke, so I'm there like every other day. Yeah. And um, he just kind of looked at me and I'm like, I don't know, I walked out and then that dude walked out and I started walking and I noticed he was following me. So I like obviously wasn't going to go the way that yeah. I wasn't going to go to my house, but I stopped like halfway and I just turned around. I'm like, can I help you? I'm like, because if you're going to try anything, I suggest you do it now when I'm oh. facing you. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I do, I like, I face a lot of guys like that because a lot of times they get off on the fear. And so if you're not afraid, then they kind of get turned off. Wow. Or sometimes. Did you think I was trying to rape? Uh, well, he was definitely not up something. to good. Something. It was something just bad. something weird following. A, yeah, no, it was definitely not good feelings. And like, I've, I've done that, turned around and a dude's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I'm like, sorry, my bad. Well, but women, it's always better to trust your instinct. I was yeah. just reading an article about how like there's a crazy high percentage of people who bad things have happened to as far as like relating to another person. Uh, like 99% of them had a gut feeling that they did not follow. Yeah. It's very rare that something bad happens to you and you don't have like a little bit of like, yeah, like you light or something in you beforehand and i think just women are so are so used to be like told being told we're crazy or we're overreacting that we're like oh no it's probably nothing or we're so hurt like we don't hurt anyone's feelings yeah yeah it's always that one you know that you know just like it's better to be safe than sorry yeah i'd rather be an asshole or the crazy bitch than the bitch that just got raped oh (laughs) right words to live by that's a bumper sticker (laughs) words to live by so what would you say or like what's the most basic or helpful self-defense move um palming with the nose palming is always good because it's stronger a lot of women don't know how to hit you know they always want to like turn their fist when it's actually like straightforward like like this you don't want to i'm sorry people that can't (laughs) see like up and down yeah 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 but palm is always good because it is harder and and you can have more force with that if you're you're not good if you're not if you don't have a lot of upper body strength i'm good at um i like 
doing the finger to the throat thing. Oh, in between the clavicle it, yeah, bones, right? Yeah, but you also have to be careful because you could kill somebody that way. Too. Well, if, tr- <laughs> if you're trying to attack you. Yeah, but the self-defense laws in New York are super not really victim-savvy. like How so? Oh. Um, like, like a lot of times, um, like I've taken one self-defense class here in the city and the guys, like I taught this woman like how to use an umbrella basically um, as a weapon. Ooh. And she used it and, and like she broke the dude's nose and the cops ended up arresting her and he could press charges against her. Mm-hmm. What, what did the guy do to her to get her? He, to was, he was trying to um, he was trying to rob her. He was trying to take her bag. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's the New York law. So. <laughs> wow. It's the same as like when like the like the burglar like fell on, through like the, the window on onto the, the knife kind of thing. There yeah. are a lot of laws that are real fucked up and you yeah. don't know until it happens. Until it happens. So, yeah. So anytime. And I thought about that because a lot of my uh, one of my friends, um, he told me he's like, I know you like to fight and like defend yourself <laughs> um just be careful because you could go to jail and i'm like i'll fucking go to jail like i i am like that type of woman i'd be like fuck it put me in jail yeah have you I been like to that. jail no whoa <laughs> hey congrats <laughs> knock on wood yeah baby uh, like the only time i've ever been taken into custody and i use that term very loosely <laughs> um I'm also a white woman, so let's just make that perfectly yeah, it's easier. Yeah. Easier. Right. Yeah. Two. Um, the only time I've ever been taken in is for um, two unpaid parking tickets totaling forty dollars, which suspended my license plate that I didn't know about because uh, I had moved and I never got the letter. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And, and so and because like I blew. Um, I think I blew like a point oh three or something like that. They're like, I mean, I had been drinking for twelve hours. Like I could beat breathalyzers. It's a special <laughs> skill that I have. Oh wow! Damn, you're so good at everything. Yeah, a lot of street smarts. You could be naked and alone in the woods and be dropped off by a helicopter really and figure could. it out. Yeah, no, I actually like. I used to do that when we were younger. Our dad used to like we used to do fun stuff like that. Yeah, he was a fucking marine and he was crazy. Of course, he taught us how to do shit like that. Survival skills. <laughs> That's that amazing. Like a movie. Yeah. Speaking of fucked up laws, mm. the Sesta bullshit. Oh god. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we broke it down briefly a couple weeks ago, but I said I I, I think if you, we want to dive a little bit deeper, it got signed. Yeah. It got signed. Which oh I yeah, yeah. Which new, but which was weird to me because when the when the House and Senate like signed it, like they sat on it. Mm. Um, because Trump went to Florida to go golfing, so he wasn't working, and then they gave it to him on the 3rd, and then at that day, he has 10 days to sign it, otherwise it's considered a pocket veto. But they sat on it for, like, 15 days, and I'm like, how is oh, that legal? so fucked up, because mm. they knew. Yeah, they knew like, well, they're like, well, he's, he's going to Florida and, like, going to bomb oh. Syria, so we're like, we're just going to wait on the whore bill, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, whores can wait. We gotta the kill whores- some can we gotta kill some people in a country that we won't let anybody in. We gotta bomb from. people to tell them not to bomb people. Yeah, that's the that's way logic. bombing works. Oh yeah. And I know, like, um, when we we talked about this in an intro a couple weeks ago, but you know, whenever uh, sex workers are like, "Hey guys, this bill is fucking bullshit," yeah, they're always right. I mean, because it's like yeah. I don't like the condom law with the porn thing. Oh, I was like, God. oh, it, okay, it makes sense uh, that you want. But then when a, when somebody broke it down for me, I, and I realized, okay, that is a violation of your rights yeah and you really like the average person would think yeah that's a good thing so the sesta bill could you explain what it is or what it does okay. and the repercussions uh, of as it a result? for all for you sex, guys. Workers. Yeah. sex workers yeah okay so what it is is an anti-sex trafficking um bill basically mm-hmm. um they're, they're targeting specific sites that um escorts use um to advertise on and stuff like that like websites like Backpage and humanaplex 
um, Euros um, is is another big one um, because they have found a couple random apparently like um, sex traffic for for children um, yeah. like the apparently on back page. Oh, well, the thing is, when it comes with this, is that like the amount of actual sex trafficking, like human sex trafficking on these types of sites is like nothing. It's all on the dark dark web. web. It's all on the like like, 90% of the dark web is all fucking sex child porn, sex trafficking. Oh, God, it's so gross. It's a it's the dark web. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would think they would make that illegal or kill it. Well, the somehow. government created it to spy on criminals. And so, of course, oh, they're word. not going to. Oh, yeah, I did a whole like big thing on it because of the pedophilia. Like I did a uh, thing on my podcast, Hormones, about uh, pedophilia and stuff like that. It's a mental illness and yeah. and, and all this other stuff. Okay. Well, and then also, I mean, I, th- I people high up in the government don't want uh, child sex trafficking to stop because a lot of them are involved in it, in my Abs- opinion. Yeah, well, there's definitely as I'm someone like pretty sure as someone who's who's in the sex industry mm-hmm. i definitely know that so many politicians yeah. have have or had or will sleep with escorts like it's have a, you ever slept with a politician yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah a known but one you don't say names you 18 don't have to plus i'm yeah. guessing yeah yeah no definitely <laughs> legal yeah. one that's known or any that people know well eh. senators congress people yeah no i'm not gonna even yeah okay that. <laughs> I'm so but okay but then it's like you know, if they just were open about it, obviously it's illegal, so that's why they're not. But also, they wouldn't anyway. Yeah, but like it's not a bad it's, it's thing. Just, it's just a law to make people think that the government is actually doing something when they're not. And so, what this does, like Backpage is already down. That guy um, is already getting sued for a bunch of stuff: prostitution, law, uh, money laundering, Jesus. all of this other stuff. A bunch of other websites like Craigslist, um, their adult section or whatever, gone. Um, a lot of like, Ooh. I'm not sure if misconnections or like any of the dating, but whatever, all those are gone mm-hmm. now. So even people that were using that to like for random hookups, no longer mm-hmm. um, websites like Twitter, Facebook, uh, normal, regular people that like to send their boyfriend, girlfriends like tip pics and dick pics uh, no longer because now those websites, because there's a law, I think it was like CD something, uh, CDA uh, was a law where it protected the websites from the content that people put on it. So it's that's what a tube site kind of is. It's like it's protected underneath the law for the content that people put on it. Mm. Um, now that protection is gone. So now websites can be sued and are liable now for the content that certain people are putting on it. So like a lot of these forums, uh, a woman just got arrested using seeking arrangements um, as escorting. So a lot of these women... They, the woman got arrested. A woman, yes. Not the guy. Well, the guy was a it was a yeah, plant. Yeah. So, so I wonder if are do you think do you think that we'll have FBI plants that are posing as sex workers to meet the men and to arrest the men? Uh, maybe, but that's like they don't Probably really do not. that a lot. Seeking yeah. arrangements is for rich, rich people. Yeah, and like the sugar daddy websites, so politicians and stuff like that. Yeah, like a lot of and, that. You know, ever all, all yeah, but even owners, regular yeah. people are affected by this. They don't even realize it. Like a, a huge part of our sexual freedom was just taken away online. Like everyone. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's. I mean, I also would advise against sending on Twitter and Facebook just for security. Yeah, because it's only moments before all that shit's going. Like, yeah. anything so bad you want to say, say via text. So yeah. I've received, like, I've received dick pics via Instagram from people, like, one year on the podcast for my birthday, we were like, I've never gotten dick pics, so send me it. And yeah. a couple people are like, here you go. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. 
is that who's that who well dependent because they do look at that i mean instagram um let's say the government looks and they're like oh she's soliciting for dick pics oh and we technically did well, but I did it a while ago we before it, this law was. We did happening. it previously. Yeah. Oh, Do I, not send me naked photos, anybody, because <laughs> that's technically a form. But of I can text somebody a naked photo or ask somebody. Yeah, yeah, photo, texting right? is fine, but it's like using these different websites. So like, mm. like wow. Skype. Like I used to have Skype dates with one of my dudes in California, like all of the time, and like so no longer because that wow. could be seen because <sighs> that's like a form of webcam. Yeah, you would have to FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Mm. So wait, are all the webcam sites shut down? That's an excellent question. They don't really know what they're going to happen with a lot of these sites because what's happening now is that a lot of these these women that use these sites are now like getting pushed back to street walking a lot of times or they trying these other dangerous dangerous, which is super dangerous and like the amount of women that are murdered you know amount of women like they there was like a brief like kind of half-ass study where something i read on huffington post were like some 17 percent of murders against women stopped when these websites happened I've had like, yes i had sex, made sex work available i yeah. remember reading that going that makes a lot of sense does yeah. that street walking so I, I briefly before we sat down i saw a new article about sesta where it's uh, particularly dangerous for trans sex workers is that because oh, yeah. when they're street walking and they don't realize that maybe it's uh, someone who presents as a woman but still has a penis is yeah. that why oh no, yeah yeah that and and like being confused you know because guys that pick up a lot of trans women then that confuses their their sexuality oh sure Especially i feel like if, even if, if they wanted to have sex with a trans sex worker or trans female sex worker yeah they're they still have the possibility of reacting like that because once you get off yeah your brain and oh yeah I mean, it's happened before, after, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's super scary for a lot of, like, almost, I want to say, I don't want to say more, but it could be more, and especially, like, any any minority, really, because a lot of times they are forced to go to more shitty neighborhoods, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I worked with a pimp for a while. Like, I've done, like, I've done it all. Like, when it came to sex work, like, I'm, I dove in, and I'm like, let me see what all of this is about. You know wow. what I mean? Like, I really went into it. And, like, I had, I mean, it was, like, a week, so... <laughs> So what was your experience even for a week working with a pimp? Oh, God. Um, I mean, it was entertaining. Like, we smoked a lot of pot and we drove around a lot. Um, I do remember. So he was like, hey, I got a, yeah. I got a Leah. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, the first time I worked with a pimp, um, I, <laughs> I, love, what a way to, I love that sentence. Aaliyah, you're the best. <laughs> it was when I was still a day. Well, like, I didn't technically work. This was before, like, I was just, like, really curious about sex work. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lived in Wisconsin, I think I was, like, I was, like, 20 or whatever, but it always, like, really fascinated mm-hmm. me. And me and my girlfriends, like, we used to put out ads in newspapers about massages. Wow! And then, like, invite guys to these hotels. They thought that they were getting sex, but we would actually just give them massages. But I did give one Oh, guy, you really would give a massage? Yeah. yeah. You, you're like I said massage yeah Earth. no totally like would rip off a bunch of dudes when I was 20 like that except for one dude I used to give him hand jobs because like for some reason it just turned me on so much and I'm like oh my god like why do I like this so oh, I had to, hey, like, whatever so that was something because like every because I grew up Catholic you know and like just everyone's very judgmental in Wisconsin when it comes with sex like you get married you have kids that's it you know anal you know it was just <laughs> no anal no fun kind of thing so I still had that that stigma and stuff it was another I, bumper sticker yeah <laughs> so it's when I moved to Florida that I was like I could finally be a whore <laughs> you could be your true self oh, Florida that's I mean why. what a place to start oh a good place oh, yeah, so no, so fine. um what other ways 
is like, I, I thought the back page seemed to get shut down before Trump signed this mm-hmm. shit into law. How is that legal? Oh, well, because they already had a bunch of shit on the guy. Yeah. Because oh, that was the okay. site that they're, that was kind of the reason why they, they made this law and, and all this other stuff was because of that. So they already had it already. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, because, is there any relationship to human trafficking and sex work and, or and like, or what is, you know, do you have an opinion on like, like two what? completely different things. Sex what work is think, with, you know, consensual. Right. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, oh. like, no, I know by definition there's oh, yeah, something yeah. in common, but as far as like the way that sex workers um, like use the internet to get clients or anything like is there any ways that they intertwine and, and and if not like do you have any suggestions about like a, a like, like how a, a sex it? trafficking law that would actually be great um in that it would stop sex trafficking but not harm sex workers i know that's a you probably you know lots yeah. of people probably thinking about <laughs> that right now. Yeah. airport not has a lot deep. of signs in the female bathrooms like hey yeah you getting trafficked Call someone. Uh, call tell, tell like the number one U.S. hub. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, and, it, and not a lot of times, like, it's not necessarily only sex trafficking. It's like, like, they're labor, ma- labor and yeah. stuff like that, too. But sex trafficking, automatically, people's brains are like, this is the worst thing. And it is. I get it. Um, <laughs> I don't, like, the thing that I think that a lot of sex workers may need to do now is, like, find, like, bookers. Like, I always had a booker. I mean, granted, I was a porn star, so I had access to people that have large client lists that don't need to use those types of sites. Yeah, A lot of times they would, though, like for advertising. I never really advertised at all, and I never really let anyone advertise. Because you have to. Because debt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it did it did hurt a little bit, but I also just didn't want it out there because I'm like, you have family and stuff like that. Like, they know, but at the same time, I'm like, I just don't want to have to fucking hear about it. And then, because I also knew that I wanted to get into other stuff and just having all that shit on the internet, I'm like... Makes it more difficult. It makes it a little more difficult. Okay. Even though, like, I don't give a fuck, but I'm like, other people definitely give a fuck. Uh, so. Have you had uh, fights or conversations with frustrated family members? No, no. Okay. Like maybe like some of the older ones, like my great grandfather. He doesn't. Re- is he still alive? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Just like the last one. I don't have any grandparents that are alive. He's like ninety six. Damn. Or something like that. Yeah. Is he like Aaliyah? Please. I don't, I don't think he actually knows. Care. Yeah. Oh, good. Like, but it's I think like this weird thing. I'm not sure if he knows, but I think he may know. I don't know. He acts, <laughs> he acts very weird around me. He's ninety six, so he definitely doesn't like yeah. my tattoos. I know that for sure. And he definitely thinks my boobs are too big, and I'm like, well, I can't. Well, that's not his concern. Yeah. Um, super Jesus. weird. My uncle, like everyone's actually always was really supportive of oh, it. Oh, great. They were just like, okay, well, you're weird, but if this is what you want. Be a weirdo and fly if you free, wanna, baby. If you want to do what you, you're going to do it anyway. So fucking just do it. Yeah. Now, did um, being in sex work all this time, did it ever make you tired of sex? Um, not necessarily sex, but... Um, people (laughs) yeah Yeah, because so much of sex work seems like it's just like being nice to people who are draining your energy so yeah that's more draining like the sex part i'm like at least i could get off and then like that gives me some yeah because sometimes some dudes could be real depressing because the guys like yeah it's it's very um it's always been more emotionally draining yeah there are Mm. sometimes when it can be like if you have a busy week but a lot of times like that was more when i worked in porn because that's like you're fucking for hours and like it's 
hard, you know, hours what I mean? in a shoot, one shoot. Yeah. Ugh, oh, does yeah. your vagina just go enough? I'm done. Sometimes, Sometimes yeah. your vagina will quit before your heart will. <laughs> There's been a couple of scenes where I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, oh my, my poor God. girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna need to take a day or two off. Thank you. <laughs> She's all swollen. Oh it's my fine. God. And then when you got your period, would you just put a sponge up there? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You, you take the the makeup sponges, which is great for for regular sex too. I highly recommend it. You can oh. do it for for regular people. You gotta go dig too. it back up afterwards. That's yeah, I was that's like, yeah. Always, I was like, what's the problem? You just insert it like a like yeah. A well, well, well you, a- yeah. You you take like a makeup sponge, a uh, non latex, like latex free. You you get it wet, you squeeze it out, and you stick it in there. And then at the end of the scene, you have the male talent pull it out for you. <gasps> The male pulls out your period makeup sponge. There was one scene that I did. I was bleeding so heavily. I was working with Jason Brown and I had like four in there and he's got like a 10, 11 inch cock. What? How thick is it? It was actually like a normal, like where I could get a lot of it in my mouth because I hate it when it's really long and thick and I can't get it down my throat because I feel like I'm failing. (laughs) I'm like, it just, it doesn't open that way. Um, No, no, he has an (laughs) amazing... He was an amazing cock, but we had he had to like really get in there and oh like God. dig him out for me. Is that like ceremonial when the guy yeah. takes your yeah? Aww. It really is. And are they like are they always cool with it, or will some of them go? All of the uh-uh. guys that, that I've ever had have always been cool with it. I know that like there's some guys that are like, oh, she's on her period. It's like motherfucker, you cannot work ever. Yeah. <laughs> like we can make that real possible. You're yeah. afraid of period. Yeah. You have any idea what position you're in right Sticking now? Out my poop hole, and you're afraid uh, of a little blood. Shut like, the fuck up. You get over it sweetheart did you ever do anything that you were like this is like this is disgusting i never want to do this again the incest scene (laughs) that was such a quick answer always that one incest porn is all the rage because like i've done scenes where it's like mothers teaching daughters where like the mother and daughter don't interact like that one for me was super fun because it's like mothers teaching daughters how to give blowjobs and I'm like in your head do you just pretend it's your friend your gal pal yeah that's really what it, it's like yeah. your fucking daughter anyway yeah um but for this particular scene it was me and my quote-unquote real daughter um having sex with her black boyfriend it's always you know the black guy when it comes to um the incest stuff for some reason oh. the cuckold porn is racist so fucking yeah racist. we've heard I've that many times met, before every porn star we've ever talked to has talked about how racist so fucking racist porn like is the, and how ridiculous like when you fuck black titles, dudes yeah. your, your rake goes down like what the fuck oh that never happened to me no. oh good good no, that that never happened that's so fucked up like for certain sites like that's just their average rate that they pay yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. like like dog fart they pay a specific rate for dog, which dog fart dog, dog fart dog fart.com oh you guys dog fart. how does that make you horny what, what? that's a terrible do dogs name fart and you eat it what happens what oh, do you, you guys don't know about please dog break fart? this down <laughs> oh my god Ali, i don't know okay so dogfart.com. i loved um i love the people that own it like the guy he's great <laughs> super cool dude super Real cool chill. dude very chill always has makeup artists gives you sandwiches uh, <laughs> hey, if you're going to do work on dogfart.com, they want the highest quality. I get it. <laughs> but it's a lot of um, oh interracial porn. Okay. So like blacks on blondes. Um, <laughs> watching my mom go black is the scene that I oh shot. <laughs> Where I have my son who, um, for this particular scene, my fake son hit this guy's car with a skateboard. And in order to teach him a lesson, I had to fuck this black black. man in front of him. Darn. Wait, (laughs) what the fuck? Do you know these scenes are funny? Now, did you turn to the camera at the end and go, 
Once you go black, you never, <laughs> never go, go back. back. No, but they did want me to say the N-word, and I'm like, that's Whoa. not happening. Yeah, yeah, you don't need that. Not, not, was it for that one? I don't want to say it was for that one. I don't want to give him a bad name. But it was for one of the interracial scenes. They're like, oh, you could say it. And I'm like, no, I can't. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> not doing that. That word. I'm like, I, I have mouth. a pass with a small group of people back home in Milwaukee where I am drunk. I will drop it all the time with them because they allow me to. <laughs> right, right, right. Because I grew up with them. Only uh, in that. Only with those five it. people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need that. You don't need it on the internet yeah. for all oh time. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, there's actually I have a fan that made a video of me. He was very upset with me that I blocked him on Twitter. Uh, so, so he made this video. So and I'm sure man. for no reason at all. None. No. <laughs> yeah, he's probably being real polite and kind. super, super nice. Always nice, positive <laughs> tweets all of the time. And I'm like, I can't have this positivity. I get in it. My I'm life. pretty. God. <laughs> Jesus. What was um, he doing that made you block him? Um, well, he made a, a six-minute video. The first three minutes uh, was explaining why he's my fan and why he likes me, which okay. I'm like, oh, sweet. Um, and uh -oh. then the next three minutes is um, why I'm racist oh. against white people. Oh, he's white white, white he, men. He's a white guy, right? Specifically, that was a, yeah. that was a twist. Uh, for performing in cuckold scenes. Uh, I mean, the name what? of the video is Aaliyah Janine's is, is a racist. It's on YouTube. Wow. <laughs> Does he present? He probably presents a terrible argument. Oh, it is the best argument I have ever heard. It's so ridiculous. Um, and then he talks about like how my comedy is racist against white men. And, no and one can this. be racist against white men. What, uh, God damn. It's so. I never get it. I know so what funny. that means. I mean, it's good. like I could understand like man hating, but then also, I mean, what? It's because I'm forcing a white man to watch my husband. But in a cuckle, if you have oh, a cuckle, God kink in which a uh, uh, black guy like, fucks your wife because they know because that's like that yeah well, like that's kind the of the guy thing. likes it the but guy, also it's not, if anything would just be disrespectful to that individual I, like, well i always have to explain people that i'm like what you see on tv isn't real like i have I'll, I'll fucking do it like i have a bit i'm like you guys know like people always assume my life is it's consumed with sex it's like assuming paul walker knows how to drive a race car <laughs> Sometimes I, I get great laughs. Sometimes people are like, I, that's too soon. And I'm like, no. I saw Paul soon. Walker once yeah. at a CBS. Too soon was uh, too Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you given comedy. Yeah. So, the, so like I use that. And I'm like, you guys, like you have to disassociate. Like you need, like we're not the same thing. You know what I mean? Like Angelina Jolie isn't really Laura Croft or what, you know what I right. mean? Like, mm -hmm. and so a lot of times they see us and because we are actually really having sex, they're like, oh, that's exactly what she does all the time in a real life. How is mm. porn sex for you different than the sex you have in your personal time? It's a little shorter. <laughs> like are, by are a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> is it, um, no, do you it, like it that? Could be, it could be very sweet. No, it depends. It depends on the guy and the mood. Basically, like I could go for hours and that is super fun, but it has to be with the right guy. You know what I mean? And they yeah. actually have to be good at it kind of thing. And that's kind of hard to find. Have you ever um, got with somebody and they were so excited to fuck you that they were just like Jack hammered you and just came into. Yeah. Seconds? Oh, God. Yeah. No, there's been a couple of those. There's been a couple that um, get so nervous they can't even get it up. Yeah. Um, that's I common. Actually, I've heard. Yeah. I've had one dude um, who's like heard my like he knows that it was a porn star. But for some reason, like it like left him. And then like when we talked, I'm like, OK, so this is what's going to happen um, socially. Basically, like I give guys rules and stuff like that and he like 
you know, and I'm like, you know, because of the porn. And he's like, and he's like, what? He got up and he actually started dancing. And then I kicked him out of the apartment. Like <laughs> sexual dancing? No, no. He got up and he's like, dance. He's like, oh my God, I just fucked a porn star. I'm like, oh, honey, I'm oh like, honey, God. your dick was half hard. And I'm the one who made myself come. I'm like, you could leave now. <laughs> Jesus. Another bumper sticker. Does it, does it affect your personal relationships or like when you tell someone that you were in the sex, like sex industry. Like, I don't know. Just, I feel like people are so obsessed with this, like with your occupation when you're a woman, whether like if, even like saying we do a sex podcast yeah. makes people nervous. So I can yeah. only imagine what it's like for you. Oh, well, a lot yeah. of times I just, I just make sure that they knew already. <laughs> they knew already. Okay. That's easier. A lot of times. Yeah. Because like trying to explain it sometimes I'm just like, I rather not like I tried Tinder for like 48 hours. And oh. I'm like, I can't do this. Did you get a lot of people who like knew your work? Or? Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the very first time I signed up for, for Tinder, it was supposed to be like a, um, like an experiment. I was going to do like porn star account and then regular person account. But this is when you actually had to hook it up with your Facebook thing. So, oh. so I went to the real one right away. And then I think it was within like a day, like someone had messaged me on Facebook. Oh, I matched with you on Tinder. And mind you, I just downloaded the app and made the profile. I didn't even do anything. You didn't even do anything. Wow. And I'm like, okay, experiment over <laughs> yeah and yeah. then i actually tried it to like see and then i i download it all at the same time all right let's see and i just start swiping and then i'm like deleted and canceled and like all of these things i had a couple dudes like stalk me on social media a little bit and i'm like if you just come to a show if you want to come like like i'm i was actually thinking about using it just to get guys to come to show well <laughs> hey whatever works you're very funny yeah. whatever will get them in the door <laughs> and they can meet you and maybe you i mean that's come. the most important thing maybe you'll right? like them. No, you never have know. you ever gotten recognized in the street and you're like shut up dude like um, yeah right in front of my office right in front uh, like at least once a week Almost, which is fucking weird. It's super weird to me. Oh my gosh. Um, well, the thing with the internet, like I've been retired for five years, but the internet is forever. I, mm. That's what I was going to say. Like, does that suck? Do you like that? Are you like, I mean, it's weird. People are like, oh, I love you. Like I had this dude. He's, um, he's, uh, this, uh, rapper from South Africa, like super cute. And Dope. like, I was outside smoking a cigarette and like, I noticed him standing there. I thought he was just playing on his phone. And then I started walking. He's like, are you Alia Janine? And I'm like, and he said my name, like, that's how you say it. It's Alia. I'm like, yeah. Oh shit! It's Ali. No, no, Ali is fine. Ali oh, is fine. But shit. like the like when my mother's mad at me, it's it's Ali. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm a big fan. And then he walked away. And then like Instagram, he's like, oh, I just saw you on the street. And then like Katie Hannigan actually knows somebody that saw me in a train and took a picture of me. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, nice. I'm like, that's creepy. Cool. So now a lot like I wear hoodies in the train and sunglasses. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Yeah, it, the, the taking pictures of people without them knowing is so fucking weird. I don't even yeah. do it to people who I think are non-famous. Yeah, never mind. Well, I did a little Strange. bit, but a lot. Like I'll cover up their face. Like, like yeah. if they're doing something douchey or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'll you cover up their face. That's fine. Yeah, I'll cover up their face because I'm like. Oh wait, I don't like it when I get my picture to <laughs> Yeah. Any anything that can reveal who they are. Yeah. Um. So we were talking about porn a little bit. Yeah. Why? Uh. I mean, I think we know some reasons why it's important, but like in your opinion, why is it so important to pay for porn if you can make like an emotional... <laughs> I want to try, try, try to like encourage people to do it because it's so easy to say like, yeah, you should, but then, yeah. you know, when you're in the heat of the night at midnight... And do we have Sarah McLaughlin's Arms <laughs> of an Angel right now? Right. Where I could do my PSA. Yes, I need a PSA from you. Because oh, so. for every dollar, <laughs> for every view that I've had... 
on every tube site, I would have two to three hundred million dollars right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so upsetting. <laughs> really? Yeah, because uh, we don't get residuals and stuff like that. Um, one of the reasons why people should pay for porn is accountability mm-hmm. a lot of times, because um, right now I believe Pornhub, at least in um, at least in Britain, they now like a lot of the tube sites, they don't have age verification and stuff like this. Um, anyone like, like kids as young as like six to 12 years old are going on these sites. So all it says is, are you over 18? Um, yeah. So, so, so there's there's really no restrictions. Like there's just so much of it online that it really is kind of desensitizing people. And it is like if, if you're watching porn every single day, mm-hmm. you are not going to have a normal sex life. See, I knew right out of the gates a reason I didn't even think of. I love this. That's so good. Like, wow. Why, why do you say that? Um, well, I it, agree. But... It, it, emotionally, it, it could fuck you up, um, especially for men. Um, that there's there hasn't been a lot of studies on, on this like that that I've researched um, at least, but there have been some where, where it doesn't say that it promotes men to commit violence against women, but it does desensitize men, especially like with the Me Too movement where they're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, because when you see mm. kinky porn all you the time, they're see like that conversation before. Yeah, they're like, oh no, she totally wants it all of the time, and, and so it, like it desensitizes a lot of people. And, and when it comes with, with sex education, it does fuck up a lot of guys. Like a lot of times, they fuck too fast, or they can't come at all. Yeah, um, you know, or they can't get it up sometimes unless it's like super intense crazy shit and they're like 18 you know uh, but it's because so they've been like watching you, when they're yeah. 12 if well, you can't do it for yourself do it for the children yeah if you, need a, if, you, if you acquire a paid login and I know that's gonna keep really young people from seeing stuff before that's so smart that's Uh-oh. that's very I think um, I always had this theory I think we've talked about it before on the podcast but I, I'm curious what you think about it I feel like guys that are threes on a yeah. one to ten scale yeah uh, they'll look Are all at my fans. They'll look, <laughs> <laughs> they'll look at you can look at tens all day, and I feel like it warps and fucks their brain up yeah. to think that they deserve can get that. a 10. Yeah. D- not only can get a 10, but deserve it. And do you think that's true? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so it definitely it, it it like it gives a different perception. Like what like Porn is is not bad. It's an art form. It's a weird, crazy it's a fucking talent too. God damn. <laughs> it is like it took a long time to learn how to deep throat and not throw up. You know what I mean? Like that takes skill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a sexual athlete, you guys. <laughs> you are sex a sex lead. <laughs> Wait, did you, is there a trick that you to, to deep yeah, throating? Yeah, teach us some tricks, Lee. Uh, grab All your thumb. Lead. Grab your own thumb. Uh, okay. Grab your own thumb and then squeeze it. Okay. When you're doing it, that can Shut help. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm just doing oh. it in my head. Why does that because work? Because it distracts, it distracts your brain. What the fuck? That's wow. crazy. Wait, give us some other tips and tricks. <laughs> I knew I would Wait, learn something. How do you, what's the best way great. to give a blowjob? Like, okay, well, from what I know, um, hands are always important. Mm-hmm. Both are one. Um, well, both you you want to I like go back and forth. Um, I like to do the stroke and the suck. Um, if the guy can handle, because a lot of times guys can't handle that much sensation. Oh. Um, at first, you, do you know gotta. What I mean? add, how do you know when you sleep with someone new? Like, how do you know how sensitive their dick is? Well, you could kind of ask them. I mean, if they're if they're cut or uncut, like cut, they're going to be a little desensitized. If they're cut or if they're not cut, oh, circumcised, uncircumcised. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely. I'm like, oh, do they cut their wrist? Oh, <laughs> I know what you meant. Porn term. Are you cut or uncut? Um. 
like if they're uncut, they're obviously going to be more sensitive. Um, there's always like the balls, the taint, like women. What do you do with them? You just hold a lot of times. Mm-h. You just hold, hold them and kind of like, like a stress ball. Yeah, yeah. like a stress Aww. ball and just squeeze a little bit. Some guys like them sucked on. Some or those don't. like chi- those two Chinese. Yeah, the Chinese. Balls. Yeah, yeah. And you're like you're oh. rotating it around. You just tickle. You kind of yeah. like tickle in the taint. Yeah, and then grab a little bit. Some guys like them squeeze. Some yeah. don't. So you ask. I have nails. So I always like to ask because sometimes I'll dig, but sometimes they like that. It depends. And you go like varying speeds. I feel like slow. Yeah, slow, yeah. Slow. Um, I always like a lot of spit. I think that is important. Do you spit on dicks, or you just well professionally? Yes, obviously get it collected in your to. mouth. I get because I'm like, I don't want to spit on a dick. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I spit, but I don't make it like a big show the way it is in yeah. porn. But I, yeah, I, I mean, it's just in porn, lube, yeah, but. in porn, it is. It's more of a show thing. Sometimes, like if if the dick is big enough, I do have to come up and spit it out because like I can't like get it all on Whoa. there. Because a lot of times when you get like when the dick is like further like back in your throat and stuff, it makes you salivate. Like you get more saliva and stuff, mm. and that's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you don't want to choke on your own spit. So true. Right. Yeah. So I get up and like a lot of times, like I'll grab it, like because I'll have like the head of the dick in my hand, and then go up and then like cover my mouth and then take. Oh, the, so your hand goes over the head as well. The width of my up. mouth, and then so all the oh. spit goes out that way too. Have you ever slept with a guy with a small dick? Yeah. And what, uh, Jamie? <laughs> Damn, hope he's okay so, with that. So wait, so, I mean, so, this is like from high, like the smallest thing I ever had oh, was from high school. Okay. How small was it? Like literally my pinky. Yeah, yeah. So, so I didn't know we were having sex. Small. So what mm-hmm. advice or uh, would you give a guy who has a small penis? But because this is a question we've gotten yeah. a lot, and I don't know what to say. I truly don't. And like, is there something? Could you do anal? Put a strap on. I don't know. What would you say for a smaller dick? Well, a lot of times with smaller dicks. um, Grinding, you could do a lot of grinding be- Ooh, because oh, it is so good. small. So if it's hard, yeah, yeah. If, if it's hard and it's in there, and you grind it, and you could do it's it like that way, like you don't have to like go up and down. You know what I mean? That way, yeah, it'll rub on your clip perfectly. Yeah, so you can rub around that way, and the little bit, it's it's kind of like having like one or two fingers in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like that way. Um, yeah, I would say a lot of grinding. <laughs> I like grinding. Anal. Yeah. I, I love grinding. That's how I first seven. learned to masturbate. So yeah. I'm like, that's my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Like, and and but have you slept with anybody with a small dick recently? You don't have to name anybody, but did they tell you beforehand? Did you find out what was your reaction? I'm just curious. No, no, they've all been um, fairly average. A couple like bigger ones where I was like, hey, um, <laughs> but sometimes it could be too big because I also, oh, have, yeah. you know, you have a tipped uterus or like there's just certain things where you're how, just like, how big was the biggest dick? That that I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, um. oh my god, your voice just went down to ten <laughs> octaves. I'm like, who was that? I mean, Jack Napier. He has was it like twelve or thirteen? Ooh, wait, Jeez, wow. Is he a porn star? Yeah, he's the one that I did watching my mom go black with. Jack Napier. Uh, okay, wait. I'm just wanna look N a i p e r. Sean Michael. Sean Michaels. I'm like, he's got an average size. No, he's got a humongous cock. Um. How big, like, uh, wait, I'm just getting a bunch of the Joker. The fuck? Jack, oh. N-A-P-I-E-R? And well, it's a character in Batman. That's why you're getting oh, it. I, uh, a lot of these poor names, I think, <laughs> are, are named after Hawk. people. Jet, oh, uh, there it is. Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. Like that's his, a big dick. Yeah, his was super long. Like, his is longer. Like, the thickness. Long is, and thick. Yeah. And that's, he didn't take anything or... 
get an enhancement of it. That's oh, his no. natural dick. The thing that sucks about when the dicks are that big is that it's really hard to keep them fully hard. erect. Yeah, it's like, it's very complicated. More so. blood flow has to go, more blood has to go in, right? Yeah. This is my more. favorite picture is a girl uh, <laughs> with a cup as if she's drinking it, but then his dick is just peeking out of the cup. <laughs> It's kind of fun. I, I yeah. love that photo. Yeah, he's well, cute. He's got a good sense of humor. It seems. Oh yeah, no, he's super fun to work with. I love. Wow. He also looks like he looks like he plays for like the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah, he has like a he throwback so style. He oh has throwback God. style. Yeah. No. Damn, that's a big dick. I like it. Um, and <laughs> like I want to say like close to the size of my forearm. Like that. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big like. Because the thickness and, yeah. and the length, like more so the length. Wow. Do you have to like mentally prep to take a dick that big? Kind of, yeah. Or for anal, absolutely. Oh, You're taking a dick that big in your butt? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Holy yeah. crap. And you like anal? Yeah. I don't Teach like me. <laughs> What's your process? Yeah. Well, okay, so the the couple of times, like for work, I never really got off on, on anal, um, but I enjoyed it. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. Um, it was always privately. It's always a lot slower. There's not a lot of pounding. It's more like a sensual kind I would of hope. thing. Yeah. Um, Preparation is always key for me. That How always do you works. Prep for anal? Um, I like uh, vibrating anal butt plugs. Like those oh, okay. are my favorite. Um, there's one particularly by Hustler. <laughs> I feel like my butthole just went. Oh hey, that works. Um, <laughs> always having the tapered end helps because I do have I have these gauges, butt gauges. Um, they kind they kind of like look gauge in your ear. Well, like yeah, kind of they uh, but they're butt plugs and they look like bullets and they ha- and they're ported so they have a hole so that way air could go through but it's not tapered because it's actually meant to stretch, stretch out because your ex- your anus can stretch pretty. Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't go back. <laughs> That's the hole that doesn't go back to normal size if you blow it out. That's how girls like blow out their ass. How do you wait? How do you know? How do you blow up your asshole um when it's just open you know because how tight it is now like a lot of times but like gaping assholes they can get blown out like yeah. how do you know when you've gone too far yeah, how do you know, how do you know when your asshole's gonna blow i've never gone that far so i couldn't tell you do you know yeah. people have blown out it's assholes? like a blackout yeah. you don't know and then it happens and then, and then there's it just no going happens. back yeah i mean the the, the more you oh do it God. the bigger it's gonna be like there's certain girls right now that have colostomy bags like oh <gasps> Wait, so, but if you've taken a dick that big up your butt, is your butt, is your butt hole bigger? And, and does a it affect bit, yeah. your digestion? Not I, really, but like, cause I do like kegels and stuff, but you can do uh, butt kegels too. Mm, so like anytime yeah, after, after an anal, yeah, you do them automatically anytime someone says kegel. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, kegel. Or Trump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I, you like I did butt extras, like I do them now just in case. <laughs> Because my grandmother, she, my great grandmother, before she died, like her vagina fell out. You know, she Wait. had, a, she had a bunch of kids You're and like dropping vagi- a lot of bombs and, so many kids. and vaginas. <laughs> oh my god! You never um, heard of like old people? I have, but I, ha- oh, I just don't I think about not. it. I don't think about it. I have not. Yeah. Oh, honey. How yeah. many kids? Oh, she had, um, she had like four or five. I want. That's say. it, and her uh, pussy uh, fell out. Well, I mean, she was fucking like 90. Did she get railed on the regular? What the fuck? How did person They were kind of kinky. I mean, that was her second husband. So she got like, she got divorced and married to do 10 years younger than her. Um, so maybe she had more kids. I forgot how many people. But the vagina. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this was when she was a lot older. I used to work in a nursing home and like I've seen. You have so many fucking. I know every time you like, need to write well. a book or make a documentary or something. <laughs> you're like Benjamin Franklin. You, you, you're jack of all trades over here. Well, my mom was a nurse. So she's like, you should do this. I was 18 and like they paid for training. It was paid training and shit, whatever. I was on drugs. Um, <laughs> 
I'm like, maybe I could get drugs from here. This would be great. I was a raver. Do you at have the time. my drugs? <laughs> Whoa. But like, I would like take care of like people that like just like strings of hemorrhoids coming out of their. <gasps> okay, 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 okay. Oh. Let's do something sexier well, to end on. Oh. What are your dirty talk tips? Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm gonna barf. I love that. <laughs> I don't. So it was just so informative. Very. I mean, I, I, people need to know about this kind of stuff. They do. You really you, do. You fucking, you're like, wow. you're like the best person. You're like, you just know. Oh my God. But is there anything we can do to stop our vaginas from falling yes. out? Yes. Um, I'll well, do well, it. Well, kegels and stuff like that. How but a lot often of times, do we have to do like, them? A lot of times, like shit just falls. How about guys? a pussy bra? <laughs> well, they have that vaginal mesh shit. And then well, like, that fucked up. And yeah. that fucks up a lot There's of There's a lawsuit people. happening yeah, with huge. a very close family member of mine. So yeah. I can't say anything, but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the same thing with one of my girlfriends back home. Yeah, and, and she had like these coil things too. Yeah, it's a vaginal mesh is fucking terrible. It's horrible. So, so don't that, get it in. So that's the thing that basically helps can help older people, uh, especially so keep their age bladders. has something to do with age it. Age is a huge factor. Okay, so I can't get my pussy blown out anytime you, soon. No, you'll be fine, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank <Jesus. God. laughs> Damn. Okay. Really, worried. I got to keep her in. Ooh, like, I got to keep her in. Just like in. I like doing her. them now. Yeah. I mean, I'm how often fan. do you do? Should you do kegels? I'm doing them now. I don't like, know. Really, can you get a t- if if I start doing kegels like however often is often? Can I get a tighter pussy? I would think yeah. There's been a couple of times like when I've been with people and it's been a little bit harder to get in because I'm like oh I've been because like if I haven't had sex in a while and I've been doing them a lot because I work How out often a do you lot. Do them? Like I, I sit at my desk a lot because I'm in school right now and I go to school online. So a lot of times like I'm doing my butt exercises. I have like a little thing underneath my desk. So like all of the fucking time. I guess. <laughs> but at a certain point, like for me, like if, even if I don't have sex for like a week or two, like it already hurts for the penis to go in. Yeah, me too. Like so it can like, be a little. No, thanks. Yeah. So it takes a little. Yeah. So you have to be careful that you're not like squeezing it. Shut. Yeah. OK. Oh, my God. So, oh, this I learned me. so much from you. What 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 do you would you like to plug? What can where can uh, we see? Podcast, where can we find your, you? Yeah, everything. We need more Aaliyah Janine. Um, my website aaliyahjanine.com. You can follow me on Twitter uh, the Aaliyah Janine. Um, I have my podcast Hormones Podcast with Von DeCarlo. That's kind of on. <gasps> oh, Von DeCarlo. Yes, oh, love Von. Um, we're kind of on hiatus with that until I'm done with school and she's she has some family stuff as well. I have a new podcast with Justy Dodge, um, which is also. <gasps> oh my god, I love Justy Dodge. Called Impeccable Taste. Nice, um, <laughs> very fitting. It is where we talk about the things that we love and hate, but mostly hate because it's me <laughs> and that's Jesse. more fun. Yeah, so yeah. much more fun. <laughs> Jesse's not going to sit there and say all the things she loves, and that's why I love Justin. Yes, exactly. Um, I have a monthly show at Creek in the Cave, hardcore comedy show where I give away free sex toys and stuff like that. Mm. I'm doing another Ron show at yes. Stand Up um, in um, June. So yeah, just follow me on on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just my website has links to everything. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you us for having today. me. I'm excited. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. She educated and her red lips all interfaded. She got the best tits. She kind of jaded. Don't be a sexist. See her naked? She's a bad bitch. She on that glossy street. Shake the mud on mean cheek. The goddess mystique. She worked the sweet sleep. Colossal green streak. A big sadistic. Called the freak geek. They want a sneak peek. The place to be. No, she ain't burned out yet. She a sight to see, but she ain't heard that yet. She starts a fire and got a cigarette. Red rap wrist and wire look good in her sweat Man, she's 24 They were like, she was so nice Well, that was before And now she wears no bras Cause she's like, who cares? And shatters the glass And the boys are so Yes, bitch, yes, bitch Yes, bitch, yes
sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF and use code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace. It's therapy for how we live today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.